Support for Talking Heart on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at qcbt.com. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Brandy Vandewally, the owner of the Skeleton Key Art and Antique Shop in Rock Island. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Now, you've described yourself as a one-of-a-kind store in a one-of-a-kind venue. What's so unique about where you are located in Rock Island? We are located in what used to be the Whelan Funeral Home in downtown Rock Island. And it's a building that has been, you know, obviously open to the public for so many years that I think most of Rock Island, if not a lot of the Quad Cities, has a tie back to that building. They've had family, loved ones who've been through there. They've, they've visited loved ones there and paid their final respects. So I think for, for a lot of the Quad Cities, it's a building that has sentimental attachments. Mm-hmm. And your, your studio, um, is, is down on the first floor, which is extensive, many, many rooms, many, yes. and crannies. it's a, it's a great big building. It's about 10,000 square foot kind of split up between upstairs and downstairs. And uh, we bought the building and we do live upstairs and then run a business on the first floor. So the whole building is in use. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really like a somewhat of a vendor mall inside. It is. That's exactly what it is. We rent out space to local antiques dealers as well as local artists and local makers. Mm-hmm. And what type of items do you sell specifically? Uh, we have just a, a really a little bit of everything. Um, our vintage and antiques, anything from 1985 or before, anything locally handcrafted, and then local art. And we have for local art, we have um, pottery, we have photography, we have paintings, um, as far as makers. And I mean, some of the makers and art, it's hard to really figure out where to draw that line and what you consider it. Um, we have woodworkers. We have just amazing um, fiber artists, you know, people who are doing quilting, who are doing really neat things with yarn and, and cloth. And it's, it's one of those things I'm constantly astounded by the variety of creativity in the Quad Cities area. Yeah, you could spend hours literally wandering the interior space, but um, but when you walk up, that the outside is also filled with sculpture. It is. So you could spend quite a lot of time there as well. And those are a little bit of my, one of my favorite things there at the store. Um, the sculptures outside are done by my husband, John Vandewally. He's a local metal sculptor who works solely with reclaimed metal out of local scrapyards and even tool shops or factories that have discarded metal pieces. And so his work is really a representation of the industry and in the area of the Quad Cities. Mm-hmm. And those sculptures are all meant for outdoor use. So They are meant for outside. Um, some of them are, are painted or powder coated, but they will eventually rust. You know, eventually you're going to lose, you're going to lose the battle. It's mother nature. You can't <laughs> fight mother nature forever. Um, but really, I like them better rusty. I think they have kind of a cohesive look that way because sometimes the pieces of metal may be different grades of metal and slightly different in coloration. I like the way the rust brings it all together. Mm-hmm. A little more character. Yeah, I think it's neat. Now, on the second Sunday from June through October, the Skeleton Key also hosts the Rock Island Artist Market in your parking lot. And the next one is coming up this um, Sunday, August 11th. What happens at those events? Uh, we have our parking lot and the boulevards around the building full of more local makers and local artists. When we started Skeleton Key, one of the things we wanted to do was a farmer's market and a maker's market out in our parking lot. And it became obvious pretty quickly that it was really hard to go up against the big guys. You know, there's there's one over in Davenport. And at that time, they weren't open on Sundays. 
but there are a lot of people who are kind of wiped out on product after a big day Saturday. So it was it was hard to find a lot of people for our Sunday market. That next year, we were approached by someone from the Rock Island Arts Advisory Council. And there had been talk that they wanted to start an artist market in Rock Island. And we were asked if we would be interested in partnering with them. And that's what we did. And it's been a fantastic, fantastic solution I believe for us and for them as well. I think it's worked out very well. Mm-hmm. And you can meet and and mingle, talk with the artist who you're purchasing. You um, absolutely, their work from. you absolutely can. And I think that's one of the most exciting parts. Who doesn't love to meet the maker mm-hmm. and hear the story and and how they got to the point that they're at and with their art and why they do what they do. I think that's really kind of the best part about having local pieces of art is knowing those backstories. Mm-hmm. There's a very much a social or community aspect to this market, it sounds like. It very much so. And some of the most fun things that we've seen come out of this market have been some collaborations between different artists and they bounce ideas off each other and it's um, some friendships have been formed. Um, I know my husband, in fact, um, got to be friends with one of the gentlemen who's an artist at our market and they collaborated on some pieces together. And it's that's, I think, exactly what a small market like this really um, can do for the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you appreciate art more when you can watch and understand how it's created. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what criteria do your vendors have to meet to be part of the artist market? They, this has to be all original work. It does have to be original work. We do allow a limited number of prints of original work, but we're not le- allowing them to bring in things that are produced overseas. It's not a reseller kind of market. It's not a flea market. And for this particular event, while we do sell vintage and antique inside, the vendor who are setting up outside. It is all locally handmade or crafted. We do a fairly loose interpretation of local. We've had some people from as far away as Iowa City, Peoria, but I mean, that's still regional. Mm-hmm. And um, it, nobody that's been any further away from that, really. How long ago did you start your business and what, what need did you see in the community at that point? So we this week will be our six-year anniversary of when we opened Skeleton Key Art and Antiques. Um, my husband's sculpture very much played a role in us understanding that there was a need for a business like ours in the Quad Cities. He was looking for an outlet for his sculptures and we really weren't finding what we wanted. He did some wonderful work through some of the local nurseries and the Quad City Botanical Center, but when he was looking for more of a retail outlet, um, that focused on the art side of things. There just wasn't a ton there. There were some smaller places, the artery, obviously, and they're fantastic, but their square footage is limited and they don't have a lot of outdoor space. And since his sculptures really are meant to be more of an outside thing, it became very clear to us that there was there was room there for somebody to do what we ended up doing. Mm-hmm. Are you an artist yourself? Depends on who you ask, probably. Um, at one point, I, I was actually an art major at Augustana. I did graduate with an art degree. But um, I think and this is probably true for a whole lot of makers, where I used to have the time but not really the space to do any real working on my art. Now I have the space in my great big building that we own, but I don't really have the time with running the store. So I, I kind of get my fill of art through uh, merchandising in the store and and interacting with other artists and being creative that mm-hmm. way, being creative. I do some graphic design work for different events we have for the store, but that's really the the extent of my artwork these mm-hmm. days. But connecting people is so important. And oh, you it's, seem it's to so like much a curator. fun. And it's, it's so rewarding. It really is. Mm-hmm. Why is the handcrafted aspect so important to you? Uh, I think, again, that comes back to our roots. Um, 
before we bought the building, I was working part-time. I had little kids and, um, I, I did a lot of making, I did a lot of sewing, I did a lot of handcrafting. Um, and so it's something I really appreciate the time and the energy and how much work it really takes to get a, a nicely finished product, the skill level that goes into that. I, I think that's something that not everybody fully understands unless they, they are a maker. You know, you don't just start making something and immediately it's a, a great sellable product that takes a lot of trial and error and, and a lot of skill. And, um, with my background, I, and I think anybody, again, any maker, anybody who's made things can appreciate the work that goes into that and the determination and the time and energy. It's a, it's a labor of love for sure. I previously spoke with Andrew Dasso, who runs Streamline Architects, about this maker movement that's really taking place. And I think your business exemplifies that, you know, really showcasing people who are um, interested in creating their own unique pieces of art. I, I And I hope so. I hope that we are showcasing them to the best of our ability and, and doing a good thing for this movement. I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. You know, creativity is just somewhat an essential part of, of most of us. And, um, and sometimes we just need to let that out a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, you're part of the recent urban renewal also of Rock Island, and I think that's an important part of your story. I'm sure many people are happy to have you take over that building in the way you have because, you know, our communities need reinvigoration of the central core and not just businesses setting up at the periphery of our cities and towns. I would completely agree. And downtown Rock Island is very near and dear to our hearts. My husband is born and raised here in Rock Island. It's my adopted hometown. I moved here to come to Augustana and then stayed. So I've now lived here longer than I lived in my hometown, which maybe I shouldn't say that really gives away my age, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But um, before my husband and I were married, I did actually live in an apartment downtown. And I just love that experience. That was when the district was kind of in its heyday, fun place to be, happening place to be, especially when you're in your early 20s. And um, it's I, I never had a bit of problem living down there. And I had this beautiful apartment for a reasonable rate. And I always just thought that was the best experience. And when we got married, my husband already owned a house here in Rock Island. So we moved out of the downtown area. And he always said he would move back downtown if Whelan's ever, the old Whelan's building ever became available. And I'd like to tease him that he married the only woman crazy enough to go along with him. <laughs> and it did eventually come up for sale, which was unexpected. They had been in business at that location for 90 years. So I think they were just kind of out of room and needed a new location, more parking, definitely. And um, so it worked out well, Mm -hmm. I think, for all of us. Yeah. And you're within walking distance of the district. We are. And we enjoy that a lot. We walk to... to shows, to the park. We walk to restaurants a lot in the summer, to the outdoor festivals. My kids are having more of an urban upbringing, I think, than a lot of the kids in the Quad Cities. Um, I came from a very um, rural area in southern Iowa. So for the Quad Cities in general, feels like a big city to me. I know it's not after having lived here all this time, but it really felt that way moving here. Um, but most you know, more or less, it's more like living in the suburbs than anything. But my kids actually have more of kind of a city experience of being able to walk to the library, walk to go eat. It's not an experience that a whole lot of the Quad Cities gets mm-hmm. to have. And I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. And, and also living right above the place where their parents work. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's great. It's like unusual. going back in time. It is. We, we jokingly call my daughter Nellie Olson. She doesn't like that very much. <laughs> well, Brandy Vanderwally, thank you so much for talking today. Thank you so much for having me. 
The Skeleton Key Art and Antique Shop is located at 520 18th Street in Rock Island. Stop by this coming Sunday, August 11th, and check out the Rock Island Artist Market held outdoors in their parking lot from noon until 4 p.m. Additional markets for this season will be Sunday, September 8th and October 13th. You can also visit them online at skeletonkeyqc.com or through Facebook and Instagram. This has been Carolyn Martin, talking art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Our theme music is provided by a Quad City legend, the late Ellis Cal. Thank you.